Wait, are you back up to five? I thought there were four. <laughs> no, I meant... Oh, five people in Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Going okay. Excellent. Yeah, that's all I have. Feeling better? Uh, I think so. Yes, yeah, some. Mm-hmm. I feel like people when they when people say, "Are you feeling better?" they mean, "Do you feel moderately well?" I'm asking if you feel better than you have the last few days. Yes. Knowing that you were <laughs> much more ill. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. Good. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yes. So we'll see what happens. That's what I thought of last Saturday, though, of oh. course, and so then I, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the relapse. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you, too. Here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. <laughs> Where we basically just express love for things. <laughs> I'm James. And I'm Will. And we're... We have a... The- let's, do, let's do a correction <laughs> card real quick. Okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> I said Quivers was from Melbourne. Apparently, they were originally from Tasmania. Uh, then they relocated to Melbourne, which is in Victoria. So, apologies to them. Mm-hmm. They may they may well think of themselves still as a Tasmanian band working in Melbourne. A group of Tasmaniacs. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I they think it's love- the official <laughs> term of people who come from there. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Were they consulted in the nicknaming, in the in the adoption of this nickname? <laughs> and the answer is, who cares? There's like five of them, mate. <laughs> Four of them are in this band. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's do a rural report. Oh, okay. So I've been trying to beat the skunk or possum or rat, whatever has been uh, eating the eggs. We need a sub-theme for Tales of the Skunk. Oh, indeed. Skunk Tales. Maybe you could do a little clip of that. (laughs) Maybe. Or do you know know Jason um, Steele? The uh, Charlie Mm. the Unicorn gay. No. Jason. I think it's Jason Steele. Uh, Film Cow is his channel. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, he he has a <laughs> has a thing. Uh, but I don't think anybody would know it. All right, where, where was I going with this? What would you? What did you say? That's a, a, a theme oh, song with yeah. one of his animated series is called Ghost House, and it always begins. There's I don't know twenty episodes, and it always begins day twenty in the ghost house. <laughs> so that's what I put day something in, I the, see. in the skunk house. If yeah. that was more universally known. <laughs> don't think it is as long as i get in there before dark before it's fully dark i can still be in there at late dusk but as long as i get in there before it's fully dark i usually beat the creature (laughs) to the eggs Mm -hmm. they're still whole and usable but if i go any you know even 15 minutes it seems past nope they're all chewed up Hmm. so twilight is yeah that's what the skunk is waiting for it would seem right at the right at the edge of twilight boom 
I don't think it is a skunk. I, I, I'm leaning more toward rat. Mm. Uh, Megan was leaning more toward possum in the end. Mm. The skunk thing, while they do explore and dig and, mm-hmm. and get around, and we've been smelling skunk, you know, pretty frequently the last few weeks, it just around at twilight. I think there's an entryway from inside the coop, a very small one. Okay. So I'm thinking of it was a, it's been a rat, but anyway. It's also a bit early, it seems to me, for possum. Yeah. It's so much of the time. I, I don't know. I thought they waited till really late to be around, not just barely after dark, mm-hmm. but but I don't know. I mean, free food, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> at any rate, hey, speaking of mysterious packages that are not <laughs> mysterious at all, little girl has now received her first bicycle oh. in the mail. It's a big rectangular box mm-hmm. that a bicycle is in. So tomorrow, when she's at daycare, I'm going to it. Uh, you know, some assembly required, right. but not much. It's pretty close. Did you? Was there an occasion for this? No, not exactly. Hmm. Just, just every once in a while, time. you you like to get things for your daughters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> for for people, really, you like to right. get things for people you care about. <laughs> yes. So it's just you know it's summertime and. <laughs> She still tries to ride her little tricycle. It is, uh-huh. It's like Homer on the, the little bike <laughs> right. riding through the loop. That, you know, her, she's got such long legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her knees are well above the handlebars on that oh, little no. tricycle. Oh, no. So, yeah, she outgrew it right. very fast. And that's definitely t- when you notice. It was time for a bike. So we got her a Guardian bike built for safety. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's got a single hand brake, but the calipers. It moves calipers on both front and back wheel at the same time. Well, that's handy. So yeah. there's no head over heels, head over yeah, handlebars. Yeah, you, yeah, it's better if she doesn't learn that, either rear only or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I was going to go with training wheels, and then I read some and watched some things saying, don't start them on training wheels yes. because then they have to relearn Correct. how to balance that's when you take exactly them off. That's so. exactly right. We didn't have them. Uh, I don't think I yeah, had them. I guess them. we didn't, huh? And I, think, I don't remember. I don't think I had them. I think Granda just <laughs> just pushed me mm-hmm. <laughs> forcefully one day along until I was... Because yeah. I already had a bit of the balance. It's just... I just remember the moment of mm. catching myself in balance. I, I don't know. But nice. um, I have always been fairly good at the balance sports though so Mm -hmm. i might i mean maybe he noticed some kind of affinity for it or i had already been close and not quite got it maybe it was something like that not sure but i yeah i did we talk about the skateboard i bought last week we did not okay bought a skateboard Mm -hmm. that's the text that you sent me said Mm. cowabunga dude (laughs) yeah i did um to i think i may have talked about getting one yeah in the past, because of so much uh, scooter outlay, mm-hmm. scooter money. But to you have this as my primary commuter vehicle, mode of transport. I don't know if you could call it a vehicle. Conveyance. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I haven't really ridden a skateboard in 40 years or so. Uh-huh. 40-ish. And it was not much trouble to pick it back up That's in the good. general sense. Yeah, I never learned how to ollie or t- okay, I don't know, turn forcefully, <laughs> turn radically, or <laughs> things like that. But or mm-hmm. I, we just didn't really learn any tricks. But we did get pretty good at stability. Yeah, sidewalk surfing. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a lot different than our tiny little 
Kmart bought, <laughs> you know, rack bought boards fully assembled. So, mm-hmm. which I'm, I have no doubt needed a lot of loosening on the trucks. That was a thing that we should have done. We just basically mm-hmm. wore them loose. Mm-hmm. But I bought one, started it out not too bad to pick it back up. I think that's why, because you gotta got a nose for the balance ones. Snowboarding, surfing, sweet skateboarding. Radical. Now that obviously won't translate into anything special without a lot of practice. And being an old man, I mm-hmm. really have to watch this left knee. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we said we won't get our training wheels. We'll just get this bike and mm-hmm. you just don't put the pedals on. Ah. You lower the seat until their feet are touching the ground, mm-hmm. flat footed, and they just, you know, go foot power until they until they get a feel for getting it around and right. how the, the handlebars and, and brakes work. Sure. And then try and get them on a very minor slope mm-hmm. and see if they can balance for you know, eventually up to like 15 seconds, they say, is, is as long as you would need right. for them to get the hang of it. And then you can put the pedals on and they can go in for that. Sure. I mean, obviously, the faster you go, the easier it is to balance. Mm-hmm. But the transition is important to learn and go from a dead stop to pedaling again. Right. I hadn't thought of it that way. And she got a helmet and what other pads? Yep. Elbow? Uh, she got elbow slash forearm pads. Okay, those are good. Uh, knee guards. pads. Oh, are they, is the elbow pad mm-hmm. like a, a big assembly sort of thing? It goes from her elbow, just above her elbow, all the way down to her wrist. Ah, a grieve. Uh, yes, yes. And, you know, Velcro straps mm-hmm. and then knee pads and, uh, and a nice helmet with the MIPS system. Uh, I forget what that is, but sure. Uh, something like uh, motion impact something, something. Huh. Um, the pads on the inside of the helmet move around a little bit, independent of the outside of the helmet. So uh. it can cushion a, a blow a little bit better Interesting. from any angle. Hmm. It's got technology in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so looking forward to teaching a little girl how to ride a bike. Nice. Mm-hmm. One up, one to come. That's right. Let's go for your music share. I... Played a ton of things this week, but I, I looked at the list of my Scrabbles, everyone, all you long-time last FM users, hmm. and found out that I played Quivers a bunch this past week. And mm-hmm. um, since I was sick, I wasn't paying that much attention to what I played. And one of the things that I that did just flash back at me for no apparent reason was this track by Luca Bloom, who was born... I believe it's Barry, Barry Moore, who's a Christy Moore, the famed Irish folk singer, performer, uh, younger brother, uh, who from, I think it's from a young teenage period, like when he was a young teenager, uh, just got obsessed with music more than just being in a musical family and an environment Mm -hmm. and just did that for ages and then um, when he moved, uh, I think he moved to the U.S. somewhere, and that's when he took the stage name Luca Bloom. Oh. But uh, he is—he himself is an Irish, in the folk style, I guess, in the folk tradition. Yeah. Sings yeah. both traditional and original songs, uh, is a very talented songwriter, mm-hmm. um, and does often une- unexpected things, including some amazingly different covers of songs. Uh, from, mm. you heard me playing it earlier, right? Abba's Dancing yeah, Queen. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> to uh, LL Cool J's I Need Love. <laughs> the rap from the 90s, like just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And making them very different without <laughs> being that 
obvious, oh, I see, your cover version is soft and acoustic, where the original was loud and, <laughs> and, and electric. <laughs> I get it. Or the reverse. Like, you took this acoustic song and made it a banger. Ka-chow. <laughs> it's, it's often one of those two things. But uh, he, he does an amazing job being his own type of artist, I think. And, and this is one of the ones that always stuck with me. First track off his, I think, major debut album. It is still my favorite Luca Bloom song mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Delirious, that one. Delirious. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's in there a bunch. So, yes, could have been a lot of, could have been Stranger <laughs> to a Kiss, could have been Delirious, could have been, <laughs> yeah, don't know. Could have been, woo! I really like it. I like his guitar style, the presence of it. Yeah. And also changing tonalities. The, the guitar dynamics, you mean? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, the, the, the tonality of it, you know, from mellow to... Mm-hmm. I don't know, hard picking. Yeah, right. like Pete Townsend, like thrashing of the strings. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, and his technique too. Mm-hmm. He's got it. It, it does. Uh, now that I know he's Irish, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Some of the rhythms that he strumming rhythms that he uses. Right, which is yeah, I said the same thing the first time I uh, came. I was probably morning becomes eclectic. It's probably that, or Weekend Becomes Eclectic, one of the KCRW showcases. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably where I heard it first. All right. Well, if you'd like to hear something else first, <laughs> you could send us an email. You could send that to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. And if you tweet, oh, Lord help us all. But uh, you could sidetrack that tweet to us at IJC2B, and all will be well. Well, tweeters that listen to this show might be. <laughs> 
All right. If you haven't tweeted for a long time, you're the kind of person that we would uh, enjoy hearing from directly on Twitter. Indeed. As uh, I was texting the office about being sick, and it was yeah. it was that um, the boss said, well, I bet your Netflix queue is getting a workout from the binging. And I said, huh, <laughs> actually, I haven't really touched the Netflix queue yet. It's been a ton of YouTube and Spotify, and then everything else has been trying to dig through this huge to-do list that I had for the computer, like setting it up, getting drivers on here. <laughs> mm. the, I haven't been able to record with the new music equipment because I haven't put the drivers on this new laptop yet. <laughs> it's annoying. Stranger to the kiss. Stranger.